This podcast is sponsored by my favorite CBD and wellness brand, NatureCan. NatureCan was founded by the ex-CEO of MyProtein, Andy Duckworth, and NatureCan is now live in over 40 countries worldwide. One of the aspects CBD can really help a cyclist with is anxiety reduction. So you might be thinking, yeah, well, that's great, but I don't struggle with anxiety, which is fair. But do you ever struggle with motivation? Because we know that motivation and anxiety are linked in that they both influence behavior and emotional regulation. Since I started using NatureCan CBD, that voice in my head, you know, the little voice that challenges your decision as to whether you should go training or not. Well, that voice has been totally quietened. Head on over to NatureCan.com today to check out their full range of CBD and wellness products. That's NatureCan.com. It's episode 707 of the Roman Cyclone Podcast. Today I want to talk about the practice of gifting a win. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Roadman, today I want to discuss the controversial topic of gifting wins in cycling. This happens at amateur level, it happens at professional level. It's not every day we see riders giving away a potential win in cycling, but it does happen, I promise you, and it happens more often than you think. And it's something that divides opinion among fans and among critics. Some argue that it devalues the competition, while others believe it's a show of sportsmanship and respect. To be clear, what I mean when I say gifting a win, if you're not sure what this means, gifting a win is when one rider intentionally allows another rider to win a race or maybe a stage in a race, in a multi-race, in a multi-stage event, even though they have the ability to win for themselves. So this can happen for various reasons, which we're going to dive into, such as a show of respect for a rival, to repay a favour, a tactical move in a stage race. Whatever the motivation, it's not always well received by fans who want to see fair, competitive, hard racing, blood sport right to the very end, and it could be frustrating to watch. This topic has been prompted by two instances over the weekend. Remco Evnepoel winning stage 7 of Vuelta Catalonia and Christophe Laporte winning Ghent Velegum. I've been in this situation a couple of times myself and there's one springs to mind. It was a small Irish race, just an amateur race. And there was me and two teammates from my old team, UCD. I'd say this was like 2017 or 2016. I can't even remember the year. It's quite a few years ago. But there's three of us coming to the line. And then you go back to the director and you say, well, who would you like to win the race? And he says, well, decide it among yourselves. And you have to kind of figure out in that instance who's going to take the win. And on that day, seniority won out despite the fact we had a younger rider whose birthday it was, didn't necessarily agree with that decision myself, but there has to be a way to decide. And, you know, in that case, it was seniority was the way we decided it. But there's often other motivations. So why does this practice exist, be it in amateur or professional races? Because because if you're an outside observer or you're just finding your way into the sport, it can seem a little bit of an odd practice, almost akin to match-fixing. Well, the gesture of sportsmanship and respect, I think, is one of the angles to look at it. Because we're in a sport which is very, very competitive. It's very, very grueling. So it's not uncommon for riders to develop a mutual respect for their rivals. Gifting a win can be seen as a way to acknowledge those efforts of a competitor. They can also be seen as a way to bank a favour for another day because 
you know, you're going to need favors. And th- we race against the same riders in professional or amateur ranks week in and week out. So maybe a month from now, you're caught the wrong side of a split. You're, it's good to have that favor in the bank. Maybe you need a wheel. It's always good to make friends. So one notable time I remember this kind of gesture of sportsmanship and respect, and it's probably the highest profile one, was Lance Armstrong up the top of Von 2 gifting a win to Marco Pantani in the year 2000. I think there was a little bit of controversy surrounding this. Armstrong was a big Pantani fan, and it was a little bit of a tip to cap to Pantani and sort of a, a cherry on the top of a great career. Armstrong, I believe, was also very humbled by the support that Pantani had shown him through his battle with cancer. So he decided to gift him the stage. But in the media, he mentioned that he gifted Pantani the stage. And Pantani reacted quite angrily to the idea of charity, to the idea of that he didn't win this race on his own merit. So sometimes it can backfire a little bit. Another reason could be to repay the hard work of a teammate. Sometimes a rider might give up a chance at victory to repay a teammate who's helped them win in the past because this is a way to show gratitude for that past service but it also builds amazing team spirit. We've seen just at the weekend Christophe Laporte and Wout van Aert coming to the line together. So we have Wout van Aert who wins last week. He wins E3 during the week. So he's on a high. He also has a glittering Palmares. So he comes to the line in Ghent Velegum which is a big, big one-day race. And he comes to the line with his teammate, Christophe Laporte, and he decides to let Christophe Laporte win the race, despite the fact he had to wait for Laporte on one of the final cobbled climbs. Wout is clearly a stronger rider, but he gifts it to his teammate, who has spent countless hundreds of hours ferrying bottles, keeping Wout warm with new clothes, breaking the wind for him. Laporte has been a humble servant in the Mestique, and this is Wout's little bit of a tip to cap to say, it's your day in the sunshine. Now, can you imagine the team spirit in Yumbo Visma as a result of that? They must be absolutely buzzing. Having said that, there has been some huge critics and detractors of Wout's behaviour at the weekend. Two of the most famous Belgians ever, Tom Boone and Eddie Merckx, both came out and, did, and said it, they didn't think it was correct. They wouldn't have done it themselves. The idea being that ghent Velegum is such a big race Wout might not get another chance to put his name on it. Also winning E3, Ghent and Flanders. This sort of triad of Belgian races has never been done in the past. And he had a chance to do this and he's thrown that away. They weren't impressed. They weren't impressed at all. I'm not entirely sure where I sit on it. I think Wout done the right thing and I would have been disappointed to see him beating his teammate coming to the line there. Stage races are a different beast. In a multi-stage race, riders have to think strategically about when and where to expend their energy. We've heard this analogy of a box of matches. Once you burn a match, you strike it, it goes on fire, that match is gone. That's energy you won't get back. So over the course of a three-week race, you only have so many matches to burn. As you strike a match, it's gone. So now you need to think about your distribution of energy across the three weeks. So if a rider's already won a stage, they might choose to let another rider win a less important stage so that they can conserve energy for later stages. It's a way of managing their resources and maximizing the chances of winning the race overall. 
There could also be strategic reasons to do so, like wanting to bring another team into play to defend a jersey and conserve your own team for deeper into the race. This idea of giving a jersey away to get it back later in the race. We see this time and time again in Grand Tours, where one of the favourites will take the jersey early, maybe in the prologue in the Tour de France, and then they'll give it away in the first week. They'll let a breakaway rider take the jersey in the first week. They won't put their team on the front to defend that jersey in the hope that a lesser rider will take the jersey from them, which draws that lesser rider's team into the race. And now for the opening days of the race, the first week, which are normally chaotic, normally aren't too decisive, you have a second tier team on the front defending the jersey so the favourite can sit back, he can chill, he can conserve his troops until the high mountains of the Alps and the Pyrenees when he needs those troops, when he needs to burn those matches, when he needs to distribute that energy better. So do I agree with this practice of gifting? Well, it depends a little bit. The idea of gifting to bank favours, I'm not so sure about. The idea of gifting in a stage race sense, that's a slightly different situation. And I think that's just part of the game. I don't necessarily think the idea of gifting is, or we can label it entirely good or entirely bad. It's just another aspect of the sport that adds a complexity and a richness to the narrative. Of course, it's always going to be controversial, especially if you're a gambling man. Like if you have money on Ghent Velgum at the weekend on Wout van Aert and he comes to the line and he just gifts it to Christophe Laporte, like your heart must be absolutely broken. There's always going to be fans and riders who disagree with this practice of gifting. But I think it's ultimately up to the individual and the team director to decide whether or not they want to gift a win to someone and their motivation for doing that. I can really see why some people might not like the idea of gifts being handed out. After all, the whole point of professional sport and professional cycling is to win, to win bike races. The word that comes before cycling is professional. But it's important to remember that cycling is a complex, multifaceted sport. And there's so many factors that go into winning a race that it's not always as simplistic as if you win today, that's the best thing to do. Maybe you need to zoom out and lose today so you have a better chance of winning over the course of a three-week race. Gifting a win doesn't necessarily mean that a rider didn't earn it or that the competition was less intense. It's just another aspect of the sport and it adds to the drama and it adds to the fascination and it adds to the intrigue. As you're watching races across the classic season, we're heading into Holy Week now as they call it in Belgium. It's just something else to be aware of as you start developing your... As you start developing your tactical appreciation for the sport, now you can start to think, oh, where are their gifts? Because gifts don't only take place on stage finishes. Gifts take place in intermediate sprints. Gifts take place in who's going in the breakaway, who's the last man standing in the breakaway, who's contesting King of the Mountains points over the top of a call. Roadman, thanks for tuning in, and I'll chat to you again tomorrow.